live. Hello and welcome to our world with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you, sir? I'm good. I know you have to be feeling good. Your boys got a big victory yesterday. Oh, yeah, you know, cheap, late victory. But you take a W anywhere you can get it. I didn't think they looked very good, but... You know, a cowboy win beats a cowboy loss. I don't have to hear crap today. <laughs> uh, it should went out, actually. Well, not went out, but should win next week, too, against the Geno Smith Giants. Well, we got Oakland, I think, first. I'm not sure. That's the only game I think that they can actually win the rest of the season because they got Seattle and they got Philly, and I, I don't see it getting much better than this. Uh, and they looked horrible. I stayed up, you know, past my bedtime to hang with them, and it's, it, I was like, man, damn. Well, at least they're getting the ball to death. Yeah, well, they did last, they did yesterday, thankfully. Man, before we go any further, I got, I don't know if you know about this or not, and I got a little bit of something to say. YouTube, I'd like to thank you for uh, censoring one of our videos. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, I put up a clip about a story, uh, a madhouse story that we had uh, touched on on one of my shows where I was at a job and the shenanigans that used to go on at this job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Well, YouTube uh, deleted the video, and I just want to say a big, fat fucking thank you, YouTube, for censoring just a story. I wasn't condoning anything in the story. I was just telling a story. I thought it was uh, entertaining. We don't use YouTube uh, monetarily. We do this out of fun. And my thing is, are they for real? And the person that actually flagged this video, when we actually leave links to our Facebook, our Instagram, and netboydoc at gmail.com, where they could have contacted us and said, you know, I found that offensive. With all the offensive shit that's on YouTube, you know, <laughs> I think they can go fuck themselves too. I, I, it really makes me angry. I, I, don't, I don't dig it. I mean, I have no control. I appeal yeah, to Especially from a story. But, but there, weren't, there wasn't any music playing in the background. So no, zero music. Zero music. Nothing copyrighted. No infringements whatsoever. No names were used. I did not use a single name, including my birth name, was in the story. And it was only a four-minute video. Uh, and I'm just saying, with all the other stuff, I mean, damn, you can go on YouTube and watch a video of an enema if you wanted to. <laughs> yep. uh, operations. People being beheaded. There, there was no violence. I mean, there was no uh, pictures attached of any violence or sexual explicit material. I'm just wondering why somebody just couldn't, you know, actually even put in. I would have seen the comment beforehand, and that would have been nice. Because yeah, normally, I think they're supposed to send you an email when they pull something. Well, no, they sent me an email after the fact. This was after the fact. You have oh, been yeah, pull- after they sent the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and on top of it, they gave me strike. One. They gave us strike one. I'm like, I got a strike. What are they doing? Is this go on my permanent record? <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry, Ned Boy and Doc. Strikes disappear quickly. Wait, but what this was the reason that they gave? Three. Did they give a full 
Uh, but the 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 excuse they gave made no sense to me, Net. Oh. They said your video was flagged. One was bullying. We don't condone bullying. Bullying. We don't. That's right. Bullying. The. The making of bombs. I'm like, what are you talking about? Me? <laughs> you know, this is not this is not a, a jihad show. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> what the hell? We don't we don't make fucking bombs on this show. <laughs> we might drop a bomb here and there verbally on something, but we don't make bombs. There was no death threats. I mean, I've said we said a million things about Gotard. <laughs> We've never been flagged. We said stuff about celebrities, this, that, the other, music. We have never actually added any music to this. Yeah. And you know what? I just it it, it, it really could have been made a user that reported it, and then YouTube just pulled it down. Yeah, you know what? I don't even know if they looked at it. That's why I appealed it. Yeah. I said, let me appeal this, and I, I I thought it was quite funny. So what I did was I took their uh, ban, and I actually used it on my social media, like, because some people have even asked me, what the hell were you talking about for them to do that? Yeah. And if they were never listeners, I think that they will now tune in because I got the band tag. <laughs> so, you know what, I'm hoping that all things that's for bad turn to good and, and, and that it works in my favor. Hey, you know Ned, why I didn't get that sent to my phone. Normally the email comes directly to my cell phone. <laughs> Well, it went to uh, netboydoc at gmail.com. Yeah, those emails normally come directly to my phone. Oh, okay. Oh, I got a, no, that, that's my totally fault. I got a brand new cell phone. I never linked that account. Okay, well, then that'll do it. Yeah. Listen, man, you made me, you talked about this on the last show, so you made me go and listen. And not once, but I did this several times. I listened to Murder Maze. Oh. And then I listen to Killer Cam, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't. You know, you you probably be more familiar with this than me. I never really heard Mace like that before. It was refreshing. Yeah, it was. Re- it was refreshing. Cam blew it by sounding like he filmed that shit underwater. I yeah, mean, he taped said, it he underwater. Said he said YouTube gave me seventy thousand to to rush it, I mean, to put it out. And he said, I was, I'm on tour. I couldn't have time to mix it. So he said he's, he's in town now. He's going to mix it and put it back out. But he said he had other stories to tell. Okay, now, I do have one major problem with this. And this is a knock on all battle rap. No, not battle rap. Total different thing. I got to, please forgive me. Diss rap. Every diss song in the first 32 bars, and I think you can almost go back in the history of this rap, at some point in time, an artist will say, you're snitching about something. Right? Then they spend the next four minutes doing nothing but snitching about (laughs) shit. I don't understand how that concept... How is that concept uh, uh, allowable? (laughs) I mean, Mace starts off his song, and like I said, within the first 16 to 32 bars, he accuses Cam of snitching on something. And yeah. then he just tells story and story and story about Cam. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to say now, that was fucked up. I mean, they went at each other's throat. What was the deal? Did they dislike each other for a while? Um, 
so everyone knows there's no secret that um, Mace got Camera on his first deal. I think Cam was signed to Biggie and Un Rivera, which they had a label called Unentertainment. The story goes in the beginning, Mace didn't Mace was featured on Cameron's album, I think, twice. But he didn't do the video because he wanted Cameron to pay him. When Cameron was like, We boys, why the hell would you want me to pay you to show up in the video? So they had a falling out back then. Then supposedly they got friends, became friends again, and then they just haven't spoken in what fifteen years. Yeah. See now, from from what I heard, because I really didn't, I didn't do the research to go back through the other battles. People say that Cam is usually a killer when it comes to dis, dissing. That he yeah, don't I mean, usually he's take out often. He's been in battles with Fifty Cent and G Unit. Um, Nas, I think he, he he him and Nas might have went at each other for a quick hot second, and J, him and Jay Z just don't get along. You can't even play Dipset music in Jay Z's Forty Forty Club. That's how bad mm. their situation is. But, but he said he said technically he was on the radio the other day. He said technically he never dismissed. He said what I've been telling is stories from my childhood. It has nothing to do with. He said, Mace is part of my my childhood from 10 to 20 or so or years. If I tell a story during that time, of course you're going to be mentioned. If you don't like the story, don't take it as dissing. I'm just telling the story. Yeah, well, he took it as disrespect and he was a punk because he had to be saved from some Cribs chick or some Cribs house. Yeah. But you know what? Like I said, I thought it was quite refreshing to hear the unpuffied Mace. I never heard that unpuffed Mace. Uh, I don't know. So when 50 Cent was big, it was a quick second when Mace came back from church and all of a sudden he was turning back into Murder Mace. Okay, well, Murder Mace is interesting. Mace, 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 Mace and Betha? You could, you could keep that shit. I ain't with it at all. <laughs> you know, shiny suits and and you know what? Uh, there's a lot to work with with Mace, especially with the Creflo Dollar Church thing. Yeah. Now, the dildo line from Cam was quite bizarre. He has to go deeper into that. I mean, <laughs> you can't just leave that shit on the table and walk away. Well, he explained it on the radio yesterday, I think he did. He, he was you like, know what? Fuck, he was living fuck at Puff. explaining it on the radio, man. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's going to listen to the diss record. The you diss got record, to yeah. explain that on the record. Like... Okay, did he ask her? Somebody's lying. Either, either Cam has a sister or Cam doesn't have a sister. Oh, yeah, Cam is on record saying he doesn't have a sister. I'm from Harlem. I really don't know. I got to ask one of the OGs in Harlem. Yeah, he says, I don't have a sister. And I mean, because that's a hell of a line to say. We all, we, he's made it seem like we all, this thing is like common knowledge. You go to a pizza shop and people be like, oh, you know Cam used to fuck his sister. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is some line, man. I mean, man. So that was interesting. Now, I'm going to tell you what I'm seriously disappointed in. I listened to this uh, fabulous Jada Kiss, oh, uh, Freddie versus Jason. Yeah. And it was basically 28 to 29 tracks of shit to me <laughs> with one good track 
which was their BET cipher, which is not brand new. No, I'm still in the middle of listening to that album and Uncle Murder album. Well, see, I, I Uncle Murder, I really, I'm not, I didn't even know he had anything out there. I'm not, I'm, he's not big on my radar, but I was definitely, and and I'm more disappointed, not in Jada, because Jada's Jada, and I'm, I catch hell for this all the time. I'm not a fan of Jada Kiss. I wasn't a big fan of the locks. My thing is I don't like Jada's flow. Jada reminds me of those dudes that I knew who used to come home from prison that lived on the block and all of a sudden couldn't speak regular English. They always <laughs> had to sound like they were like the thuggiest thug of all times, and I don't like that shit. It don't fly with me. I mean, but, you, I, it kind of made me feel good. I'm like, all right, you got Mason Cameron going at it. You got Fabulous and J.D. Kids dropped the album. You got Uncle Murder dropping the album. I feel like the 90s all over again, man. Well, no, I, I, trust me, Ned, I was geeked out about it. I, <laughs> I invested time and energy. Like I said, I listened to Mason Cameron, both of their songs, multiple times <laughs> so that I wasn't just taking first view. The Fabulous Jada, I went through that at least two times. And like I said, the BT Cypher is awesome. But when you, at the end of anything, say you killed it, it's not good. It was one story. One I can't remember the name of the song, so let me not, I'll mention it on the next show because I can't remember the name of it. I think it was them and an the R&B singer. Oh, Tiana Taylor, because they were talking like real life stuff. I can't remember the name of it. I just know it was featuring Tiana Tiller. Now, Fab, like I said, Jada's Jada. He's still that dude, you know, they bring my shit in on the scales that they got to weigh the whales on kind of guy. <laughs> Fabulous still sounds immature. Matter of fact, his name should be immature and not fabulous. Like, he hasn't grown up since his first record. He's not any deeper. His flow is no better. He's, like, stuck on stupid to me. Oh, you saying he didn't progress? At all. I mean, zero progression. And now he looks like an old child. Well, you know, some people, I mean, Fab doesn't have many albums out besides, like, mixtapes. Some people get stuck in a box. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What you call him? But I have to say, he was stuck in a box for 15 years, too, until this last album. That's why people made such a big deal of Jay-Z's 444. Oh, 444, yeah, yeah. Because if you really look back at everything from the time Jay-Z appeared into 444, he at least, other than um, the throne, every record dealt with him dealing drugs and being on the corner. No matter how rich he got, he still always was a dude on the corner selling crack. Every song, every other song. But Fab, Fab's not in a position to have the leeway that Jay has. Jay is considered one of the world's greatest. He's damn near billionaire, married to damn near billionaire. Fabulous should have developed, at, I mean, some way, somehow. So no, he does. Some people like... I know there's other artists. I remember one time Fabulous and Lloyd Banks was going to put an album out together. And someone said that would be the no promotion album ever because both of them, they don't do interviews. They do no press tours. So it's like, it's like eventually you have to learn how to play the game. And until you play the game, 
you maybe just paint it in that one box. Because you're not going to go yeah, anywhere without any press. Actually, Fab and, and, and uh, Jada were on ESPN yesterday, uh, first take with Stephen A. and Max. Okay. And, uh, well, he, he had them on there, but he had them talking sports. And and as far as I know, that these two are running around because Jada knows how to play the game. They are doing stuff because they they were somewhere talking about Jim Jones, Mace, and, and uh, Cameron. Okay. Oh, yeah, because Cameron and Fabulous is on tour right now together. Oh, okay. So I guess Jada Kids has got to be on that tour too, I guess. Man, I remember our last show, I brought up this robot doing a backflip. Yeah. Well, the company that created this robot is Boston Dynamics, and the robot's name is Atlas. So I just wanted to fix that. All right. From, and have from you seen Atlas that video Boston. yet? Yeah, I saw the video. Is that a scary-looking shit, a fucking robot doing a full backflip? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's iRobot all over again. Will Smith, iRobot. Everybody, take check it out. That's what we're leading to. Yeah, Boston Dynamics, Atlas. And you can see the evolution of Atlas from, like, a total imbecile to fucking Terminator. Right now, he's a step below being Terminator. Hmm. Man, uh, it's, uh, one good thing happened this week. Hal Davidson III, the suspected serial killer from Tampa Bay, has been caught. That guy's a freaking idiot. Like, <laughs> the way he got caught, he's a fucking idiot, man. I'm like, how do you give your coworker a bag and tell him not to look in, in it? Anytime you give someone something and say not to look in it, nine times out of ten, that person going to look in it. And the bag had the gun in it. Yeah, let me let me pass my murder weapon over that I kill innocent lot innocent people with to somebody else. He's an imbecile. Yeah. And you know what? Florida has a needle. He's eligible for the needle. Oh yeah, he ain't gonna get the Casey Anthony treatment and get off. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, it's, just, it's these weeks, these days that we're living there. We're living in what's called interesting times. I guess all times are interesting for the people who are living them, but we definitely live in an interesting time. Yeah, Stupid no. ass Connor McGregor, he decides he wants to beat up a gangster this week, huh? That was the bar fight? That was the bar fight. Yeah. You know, I wish Connor good luck, man. I mean, he's got money to get his people out of there, but I looked up these, this, 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 uh, cartel, they're pretty vicious mother effers, man. They're pretty vicious people. Would would you know that the leader of the cartel makes so much money that he is a billionaire? They're big time. Yeah, Dana just came out and said he don't know if Connor is ever going to fight again. But I'm pretty well, sure. You know what? I'm seeing pictures of him on yachts and, and on on the water. Pretty sure that money's going to go down real quick. Yeah, but well, Floyd now he, thinking about fighting again. Listen, Floyd, supposedly, I was, when this news broke, right, Stephen A. Smith said during commercial break that he just received a tweet from, I mean, a FaceTime or whatever the hell you call it, from Floyd, who said, all these stories are totally bogus. I'm not fighting anybody. So right now, you don't know what to make of it, because one thing with boxing is guys never stay retired. Think about it. What's what's uh Oscar De La Hoya has been retired for what ten years and he wants to fight, 
He just wants the money fight because I I think he's been losing a lot of uh, fighters in his Golden Boy promotion. Yeah, but you know what? You got to take care of people. You take care of people and they'll stick around, man, especially if they get paid. Now, the the big news of the part, one of the big news of this week, and tonight, HBO Deaf Comedy Jam reappears. Russell Simmons, second accusation of not sexual harassment, but the R-A-P-E word. So he stepped down from all of his own companies. Yeah, yeah, he issued a statement. Basically, I don't know, he said, my recollection of the event is not the same as hers, but I can understand she might have been scared, and for that I apologize, something like that. Now, here's my thing, and I'm glad you read that, because you left out a little part, I think, in there too, and intimidated. I've had a lot of sex in my life. I'm a whore, man whore. Sorry, baby. You know that already. But I have never had sex where a woman was in fear or intimidated. Yeah. It's usually because it's been sexy time. Yeah. Fear and intimidation don't go. When fear and intimidation are the words associated with sex, unless you're into some S&M shit, it ain't cool. And no wonder, maybe this is the reason why two weeks ago he told Terry Crews, give him a pass, man, because he was like, shit, I'm going to need a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Russell makes so much money, though. He's like, okay, I don't, I'm going to step aside from this. Yeah, but you know what? His reputation as Mr. Uh, vegan, yoga, Uncle Russ, he's not Uncle Russ to a lot of people anymore. Now, I mean, you know, here's yeah, the thing. knew even before he became that. He was like a cocaine snorting. Might have been a good old d bag, but he was just a nice guy. Yeah, well, you know what? I met him like I told said on this show many times. I met Russ many times, and I'm saying in excess of ten to fifteen times. Plus, my roommate was one of his bodyguards. My okay. old roommate was one of his bodyguards who worked at Def Jam. So I used to go to Def Jam all the time. And I'm talking about Def Jam in his heyday. When they were down like on uh Broadway and and, and and Lafayette Street. I used to stand out there. I used to watch guys that you would see their videos on T V stand outside waiting for paychecks. I used to laugh my ass off. I never forget as long as I live. Father M C standing outside. <laughs> I'm outside smoking a cigarette and I'm outside talking to Father M C and they send him downstairs, like, we'll cut your check. Just go. You can't even sit in the office. Go outside. <laughs> and this fucking guy's got records on the radio, on MTV, BET, and he's outside waiting for a check. Like, I, same as me. I'm a working man. I get a pay. I'm like, damn, man, it's like that. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I've had some personal experience with Russ. Not like uh, we're friends or anything, but I've had some... Some some run-ins with him, but it's not just Russ. Here's here's my problem that I don't like, and this is some cowardly shit. We talked about this before too. I don't like the edict that came down from Def Jam management. I understand you never make fun of the uh, the abused, but they tonight show 
these people are not allowed to mention Russ's name at all in any kind of joking form. Oh, for real? They, no, it's been un. They called in all the comedians. You oh, will wait, be cut out of the show. Yes, and it's live. Oh. That's the thing. But they have been they have been warned. And it's like the the the, the uh, message, the statement was is online where they told them, under no circumstances are you to mention that anybody in production of this show, Russell himself, anybody associated with Russell, no jokes whatsoever. But Matt Lauder, his you could talk about him. Could you imagine that? Black stand-up comedians and all this sexual harassment shit going on, and they're being told that they can't make fun of any of the sexual harassers. Yeah, that that, that makes no sense. Especially on a show that's supposed to be... Death Comedy Jam was built on being raw. Yeah, that, that's, that's how they built their reputation. Yeah, that makes that makes no sense at all. Especially for yeah. the up-and-coming comedian. Yeah, but they said basically, you know, we'll... We we helping to make you. We will destroy you instantly out the gate. So don't fuck around with us. I mean, when you call a meeting of of comics and tell them that they must appear at a meeting so that you can now explain to them what they can and cannot talk about. Yeah, that's that's Perfect. kind of abnormal. Comedy has never been really censored before. And those that tried to censor comedy, it didn't last too long. No, I mean you know what. These people will go on to do whatever they have to do. Think about it. They'll perform at laugh houses, comedy shows, Carolines, and they'll do what they have to do there. But they're just told on HBO, don't do it. Because that show is now up in jeopardy. HBO had to wipe uh, Russell's name from all dealings. Yeah, I see that. You know? And then Matt Lauer gets fired from... uh, NBC, he sounds like a serious scumbag. Yeah, it seems like all the daytime news guys. And you know what? Geraldo Rivera said the most asinine thing ever, man. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. Geraldo Rivera uh, said news is flirty. Do you agree with that? What do you think of the news? Do you think of flirting? No. I, that's the one place I shouldn't see any flirting at. <laughs> so what the fuck? What is what is the matter with? He said, "What did he say?" Geraldo Rivera said, "All these women that are coming forward is making dating criminal." Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna damage the courting stage of dating. What? When you met your woman, the first date. When y'all would just get, I mean, you see, you have your meal or movies. I don't know what you did. You did not instantly just grab a titty or ass. No, it's not I didn't what pull you out did. my junk and whack off in front of her either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit would have it would have never progressed to this point. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Now, there's one thing we understand, and now no woman is allowed to do this. This is not what women are allowed to do. Women are going to get catcalled. Hey, baby, nice ass. Hey, beautiful. You know, as she's walking by. These are things, that's not sexual harassment, yeah. per se. Yeah, now, that's hard to stop anyway. The girl who walks by the corner and a guy just feels her ass, no, she's got the right to go get her brother, her uncle, daddy to go bust this dude's ass. 
But yep. that's not the two have got nothing to do with each other. Hey, pretty lady, that's that's still legal. That's not sex. I don't think women are up in arms about that. It's the dude, like you said, who's just saying, you know what? I'm gonna get a nut off right now, and I don't care if you like yeah. it or not. I just want to stare into your eyes and whack off. <laughs> that's, that, now that's 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 a whole different ball game. You know, you know, and then Pamela Anderson said. And, and and at first I, I took it the wrong way, but my wife straightened me out on this. She said, Harvey Weinstein, if you were in a hotel room with Harvey Weinstein, you kind of got what you deserved. And I was like, that's fucked up. But she was like, if everybody knew, why would you go into a room with a predator? Yeah. But I'm going to be the lucky one that he's not going to uh, harass? Yeah, so, if they knew. If they knew. Like, I'm not going to go in a room with... Jeffrey Dahmer, because I know he might eat me. Yes, you're gonna your ass is grass. You're gonna be uh, sautéed. But that's if I know. Right, but she's saying that this was such a non-secret that all these women had to know. I mean, it's it's just it's totally gross and disgusting what is going on. Hollywood is. The cesspool they say it is, man. The music industry, Hollywood, cesspool. Just with white men so far, though. Yeah. Minus and Russell. Then you, and then you had another idiot, Brett Boone, ex-baseball player. He used to play for the uh, Seattle Mariners. He mocks sex assault victims. What does he say? He says basically, uh, you know, like, kind of get over it, ladies. It's no big deal. Oh, Matter of fact, I was sexually assaulted twice today. I went to Starbucks and a lady flirted with me. That's I went to a clothes assault. store and a woman said hello. Maybe I should hire a lawyer. Do men understand that this is not uh, this is a sensitive subject? So if he was in Starbucks and a lady would have stuck a coffee cup in his ass, I think <laughs> he would have complained. Okay. See, that's this is what we have to do. We have to actually know where the line is. And it has to be a clear line. Listen, ninety you know, I would say forty percent of couples, other than if they met through friends or met like social media, online dating and stuff, a lot of times couples met, they were strangers. It was the girl across from the bar or a woman that you met in the street on a train. So you had to verbally say something. You had to say something to this woman to make her give you your phone number. Yeah, exactly. And that's still fine. You understand? I mean, you know, eventually you're going to say some... I mean, what man hasn't... You don't love her if you haven't harassed her once she's yours. I know. I was you know thinking back I mean? though. I've, I've made it. I might have said some things at work that, in in my earlier years, that as jokes that could be considered sexual harassment. You know, I've always I've always been pretty careful about that because I've actually almost on every job had a female friend, mm-hmm. and we always kept it. I mean, I went on vacation with a woman once. And then one time with four of us, where we stayed in a, a, in a we stayed in a house together in the Dominican Republic for two weeks. Oh, wow. Four women and me. So you know I had to be super careful about when I was in my drawers, yeah. 
<laughs> when they were doing stuff, to never get drunk and be like, come on, baby. Even though I did find out one night I did make an offer. <laughs> but, you know, they blew it off. Oh, he was, you, was, you was intoxicated, and we didn't even pay attention to you, especially since you offered all four of us. <laughs> And we know you ain't fucking Superman. We just said, you know, we go about our lives, and that's that. So, yeah, you, you're going to say some stuff. But some women are going to say some stuff. I mean, listen, uh, I was sexually harassed to the point I told my wife. I had a girl working for me at a law office. She talked to my pants for a year and a half. <laughs> she talked to the front of my pants. It was the most uncomfortable thing. She never looked me in the eyes. Oh, my God. And she liked black guys. She talked to my Johnson for a year. <laughs> I knew it. She knew it. My wife knew it. Oh, my God. I mean, and I was like, she's insane because, you know, this is not happening. Especially since it's so out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, but, you know, shit happens. It, it just depends on if you have any control over the matter or not. Yeah, I see it with attorneys all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm-hmm. Especially working in the law field. See how they I mean, push up on these young what, secretaries. Look at what you call them, uh, how to get away with murder. What's going on in that office of sexual harassment all the time? That uh, office that the uh, the killing was, that the killing happened? Oh, Tegan's office? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you start saying stuff like, who you dating? You happy with him or her, whoever it is? You you might be overstepping the lines. The person's yeah. supposed to tell you who they with. So, you know, we got we got some uh, got some good UFC good UFC weekend coming up next. Tonight is the ultimate fighter finale, which yeah. is rare a Friday night show. And I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give a thumbs up to these ladies. They put on a good show. The two coaches never argued, fuss and fight. It was not a reality show. It was just a sports competition. And I feel bad that the girl that made it to the finals can't fight. So how'd she get to the finals? Eubank. Huh? How'd she get to the finals then? She forced to get to the finals, but this week she went in the hospital. For kidney oh, failure. Oh, I thought you meant she can't fight as a physical fight, but she's sick. Yeah, she she got sick because on the show alone, she cut weight three times. That's in three months. She put her body through that three times. Oh, now man. she left to train for the finale and had to cut weight, and it compromised her kidneys. So a young lady that me and my wife adore, Roxanne Matafari, who she lost to, I mean lost is taking Sarge Eubank's place in the finale. Oh, and, wow. and it should be a good fight. First of all, anytime you see a UFC card that has six women fights, you know chicks are going to go at it. Yeah. I mean, chicks don't bullshit about There's no filling out process. Yeah, sometimes they fight the better than the men. Oh, man. There was some... Matter of fact, that fight that was on Wednesday night, which would have been Matafari versus Eubanks, these women went at it for three rounds. It was awesome. Oh, well. So, and then Saturday, they got UFC has a pay-per-view. Yeah. Max Holloway 
Because fighting. Aldo. Yeah, number two. I feel like Aldo, huh. though, any time he loses the belt, he gets a shitty hand dealt by the UFC as far as getting a rematch. It's just like everyone else gets a rematch right away. Aldo always has to wait like six fights before he can get a rematch. Yeah, and Aldo only got this rematch because uh, Garci- uh, Frankie uh, Edgar. Frankie Edgar got injured. Yeah. It's like and Aldo then the two coaches has to fight. wait. And then he have the then he have the belt for like six years straight. Yes, man. He was undefeated. Him, Mighty Mouse, and uh, Anderson Silva at one time. And GSP, they had four divisions locked on lock. Oh, wow. You know, I always wanted to see Aldo get a second chance, really, at... Uh, Connor? Connor. Yeah, I did, too. Because that and was just like a punch that just it, it ended too quickly. It was the same yeah, yeah, thing well, I you know, with um, Rousey and Cat. I was like... Cat should they should have figured out a way to give Cat a rematch. Yeah, sometimes shit like that happens, you know. And this should, like I said, this should be an interesting card. You got uh, Alistair Overeem is fighting uh, Francis Nagongo, and then you got women, Keisha Torres and the Karate Hottie are fighting. Some Courtney Casey and Felice Heron, another kick-ass girl. And Felice seems like she's on every other card. Yeah, Felice likes to fight, man. Felice likes to do two things, wear no clothes and fight. Because <laughs> she thinks she's the sexy woman of uh, UFC. <laughs> then you got Henry Cejudo and Sergio Pettis, Anthony Pettis' little brother. They fight. So for a pay-per-view on paper, this card is loaded on paper. But we know how that goes. Yeah. You remember UFC 200. Man, my boy returned this week. I'm so happy. Old ass Tony Parker came back. Oh, uh, time to get one person back. Man, we don't know what's going on with Kawhi, man. We don't know. I mean, Pop's not even sounding positive about what's going on with Kawhi, man. Yeah, he just has a freaky injury. Yeah, we got we. NBA is still playing games because it's uh, NFL season. So there's not a lot of big games this week. Every decent game this weekend seems like it has the Grizzlies in it. Saturday they play the Cavs. Tonight they play the Spurs. The Wolves play shitty-ass OKC. I am so tired of Carmelo Anthony fans telling me, that it's not partly his fault. It's partly Melo's fault what's going on in OKC. They just want to blame the coach. This is what I I always say. First of all, you can't blame the coach if Westbrook did it by himself last year. And with three-star players, how could you blame the coach? You can't borrow players. PG looks already still like, fuck it, I'm going to the Lakers. It looks like his mind is made up. And then they just happened to trade him to OKC. They borrowed him for a year thinking he'll just resign with them. I still think he's going to go to L.A. And Melo, I don't even know how much years Melo has left on his contract, but Melo hasn't proven anything to me since he's been in this league. I mean, I don't even think he's been to the conference finals in either division. I have to look that yeah, up. Yeah, once. Oh, once. One okay. time. One in Denver. That's insane. And you played in the East? That's insane. Yeah, and at one time he played with Stoudemire. I mean, um, Amari. Yep. 
But I would say one thing, too, about NBA fans. Everyone wanted Phil Jackson out of New York. Phil Jackson put this team together, and they first time the Knicks been above 500. And Phil mm. Jackson was the one who said, we need to get rid of Melo. And they did. And they did. They needed and, to get rid of him. And they're winning. So I was like, I don't know, maybe they need to give uh, Phil a little bit more credit besides trying to force the triangle down people's neck. Well, i tell you what. By Monday, either people are going to really be burying OKC because they also have the Spurs Sunday. So they got to play the Wolves tonight, the Spurs Sunday. They can't take two more losses. I hope they do because I don't want my Spurs losing to nobody. Yeah. You know, but my Spurs got the Grizzlies and OKC. That's a tough weekend. So there are some halfway decent games on. Now, I've got to ask you, NFL, do you have any personal feelings on how the Giants treated Eli Manning? My, I've said for a while that Eli should have been benched, but the way they did it this season, if they didn't bench him after, say, week when they lost all four of their wide receivers and he didn't produce still, then they shouldn't have benched him. Not for Geno Smith. We've seen Geno Smith on the Jets. It's not like they're playing their rookie. And you know I, I think it is a smack in the face. Well, you know, I'm going to 100% agree. It's a huge smack in the face. And it's not like Geno is going to have weaponry. Yeah. Geno's going out with the same garbage Eli has. But as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I almost get a little pee leak out of me about how happy I am to see the Giants in turmoil. I mean, every time that I read an article and I see Eli with his big, he looking like the good fucking doctor up there, damn near breaking down into tears. I am, it's like love for the first time <laughs> in my life. I, I, I feel love. <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited. I want them to treat every Giant like shit. I want I want them to actually I want the Giants to pull off the move of the century in sports. And don't fire Ben McAdoo, but give him a contract extension, a five year contract extension. And that'll really set Giant Universe off. Yeah. I, I don't know. The 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 I don't know. Look like the Jets is more sane than the Giants right now. Normally it's and, not and the other way around. <laughs> And that's saying a lot, man. <laughs> that is that is truly saying a lot. Now I'm gonna tell you what, man. The last two, this shit better be better this Sunday. The last two episodes of The Walking Dead was pure garbage, man. Oh, this episode, oh my god, it was. I stayed up to watch the replay, which I think come on at midnight. <laughs> oh my god, man, I was I was I was struggling not to fall asleep. What are they doing to us? Yeah, I'm like, and where did Rick come from with the garbage people? Did I, I'm like, did I miss an episode? No, you didn't. Why did he go to them? Tell nobody. Don't they have walkie-talkies? Didn't they take walkie-talkies from uh, some of Negan's people? He couldn't communicate. I'm going to see. And these trash people speaking the way they do, I don't even, I don't care nothing about them. They, yeah, didn't they, the they trash people like betrayed them last year? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I want you guys to get with me. However... Like, oh, come on, dude, shut the hell up. Then she's circling little stupid letters. I mean, we we get the uh, helicopter to end the other episode. 
And then we get no follow-up on the helicopter. Yeah. We spent 40 minutes in a fucking uh, trailer with Negan and Father Gabriel. Yeah, commit your, I mean, confess your sins. Man, this is the apocalypse. I'm not trying to be confessing my sins. Uh, yeah, my sins are forgiven. Me and the whole world, it seemed like I've been damned. Yeah, and um, I thought once you put your guts, the zombie guts on yourself, that they can't send to you. I'm like, how those zombies figure them out that quick? Yeah. You know, there, there's holes. There's serious holes. I mean, you got Daryl who does, who looks like he's ready to kill Rick at, a, at an instant because you got some saying, let's kill these people. Let's murder them all. Yeah. Then you got these other ones with this, oh, no, we got to give everybody a chance. You know, there's not enough food and water and, and supplies and toilets and electricity to go around, so we're going to take on extra people. These same people that will kill you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I am happy that she did put the old leader of the hilltop in the, uh, I guess, holding cell with the rest of them. Gregory. Gregory's yeah. a scumbag, man. He's slimy. <laughs> he's dirty. He, he ain't said two truthful words since we've seen him. No, and I'm mad no one's looking for Gabriel. Like, the black guy's never returned. He like, oh, it's all right. And he returned with Gabriel's car. No one's looking for him. If it was well, at Rick, least, the entire town would have been looking for him. At, yeah, at least, at least Marshawn showed back up. Oh, yeah, injured. Yeah, at least she showed back up her and that other Roxanne or whoever the fuck she is. I'm like, okay, so, she did take an ass whooping, but Rick t- takes a couple of ass whoopings in the season, and he's never been that hurt. So Sunday better be fire. Sunday has better... It's it's like three things went off the scale this week. No, four things. SmackDown, Raw, Walking Dead, the very worst episode of Law and Order SVU oh, in the history was, of television. I was watching Survivor SVU. I was watching Survivor, and I was like, oh, shit, SVU is on, so I turned to SVU. That was so... Oh, my God. I, I didn't even make it to the end. I just turned to something else because I was like, this makes no Olivia secret. That wasn't no damn secret. Ned, you did yourself a favor. It, at the end of the episode, me and my wife was like, what the fuck, man? What a, what a, not only was that horrible, I mean, and it was horrible. We've been watching, and I don't recommend anybody who has not done this already, don't do this. Don't watch the last season of Major Crimes. It's pure garbage. Five hours of my life so far wasted on a story that they could have finished in 20 minutes first episode. Um, What what is Major Crimes? I don't think I've ever heard of that. There used to be the show called The Closer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then the closer had a spinoff, which is Major Crimes. All right. So we've been watching Major Crimes for like the last five years. And so this is their last season. And there's a serial killer still out there. We figured that the show would get around this last season would be around wrapping up the serial killer, you know, like they do on Criminal Minds. One, we ain't seen a serial killer. And then it was the story about nonsense that wind up having – a nothing ending. I mean, like, 
you figured, oh, man, this is going to be a great twist and turn. My wife said that we watched a fucking novella. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, I don't speak Spanish, but she said we basically watched a novella for five weeks. So it, it, it was pure garbage, and I was highly disappointed. One show that doesn't disappoint me, man, and I wish I, I wish I had three seasons to catch up on this. The Good Doctor is madness. No, The Good Doctor is awesome. Yeah. And Sean Murphy doesn't seem to improve at all from week to week. He seems to get worse. I don't know how many seasons they can do this because he's he's almost off the chain. Well, they teach. Well, they're teaching him how to flirt. At least he likes the girl in his building. Listen, yes, he does, and she likes him. But Sean, Sean's uh, people skills. He makes Shelton Cooper seem like a friendly, normal guy. <laughs> and if Shelton Cooper's a friendly, normal guy. I mean, who doesn't even think about it? Sheldon Cooper's been on TV eight years. He's just getting sarcasm. Uh, Sean Murphy doesn't understand sarcasm either. No, no, not yet. I mean, I love... Sheldon may have some form of autism. You know what? (laughs) Big Bang Theory blew it totally on the theory that he was checked out by a doctor and he's normal. He is beyond being on the spectrum. He has autisms or that other uh, that other one these kids have, where they have like no empathy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't know how why people are still watching the Young Sheldon. That first episode was so boring. I and am was not, back on. I was like, I'm, I can't. I'm not investing in anything. The only thing I guess I'm watching on Channel Two is Superior Donuts. Well, I'm gonna. I watch Superior Donuts. Now I'm gonna get. I got a show for you. you got to give him a chance. Which one? Swat's good. Oh, Swat was. Yeah, I, that's on my list. But I think I got to wait till after the season. Swat's good. It's gonna have some stereotypical shit. There's always the one hot shot in the group that you gotta kind of see fit in. And oh. I'm caught up with. I mean, I'm into Gotham. Yeah, I like Gotham. Gotham is cool. Gotham is cool. I, I still watch Gotham. You should check out Punisher. Yeah. You know what? I'm on the fence. I didn't know what to do. I was going to pull the trigger on Punisher. And then, I, like I said last show, I got I, I seen Leon the Professional and went in that direction instead of watching Punisher. Okay. But I, I mean, I did the I, same I, thing. I, I didn't invest, but the first episode was kind of slow, but then it picks up. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'll give it a shot. So you know what? Uh, there won't be a lot on my agenda this weekend other than, like, sports as far as television goes. Yeah. I'll throw in an episode. Now, I, I watched uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and just insanity, man. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of that show, you go, how does Larry David make it from day to day without being murdered? <laughs> He is a character, you just say, how does he not? I mean, because I bailed on so many shows this year. I, I bailed on White Famous, which yeah, was horrible. Even, some of the people told me it got, it's gotten better, but I haven't, I, I haven't seen one episode. You know what? Those first four episodes were so brutal, I just can't recommend it. No. You know, so I bailed on that. I, 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 
bailed on Big Bang. I was watching a show called Fall, uh, Snowfall. Snowfall, yeah. After the first three episodes, I was like, this is the punkiest drug dealer in the history of drug dealing. <laughs> they can all go fuck themselves. And I'm tired of seeing the Jewish white guy in the little bikini swimming trunks at the beach with hot girls, and it's supposed to mean something to me. No. I did you take know, time last night and finally caught Detroit, which I say watch, but it, it's one of the movies off? that's going to piss you off. It's it's 150% piss you off. Even my girl was like, why are you watching this? You know it's just going to piss you off more. I was like, I heard it was a real good movie, but yeah, man, I left, I left pissed off. Hey, did they uh, get into the uh, singer? Isn't there a famous singer? Was the one dramatic. of the people okay? One of the dramatics was asked. They they get into his character. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good because I thought he was a major part of what was going on there. <clears throat> yeah, and, and so, you know what? Does you knew that you Detroit off. is not a, not a happy uh, story. Yeah, I don't even think they ever recovered from that, especially like the black population. And before we get out of here, man, I just want to say. We got a true lunatic, as we all know, in the White House. We have all the sexual harassment. Trump goes out and he starts tweeting instantly about, okay, y'all fire Matt Lauer, but why don't y'all get the heads of all these fake news organizations? Yeah, but he supports Roy Moore, so whatever. Yes. And he, let's never forget, Trump is the guy who... Quote unquote said, grab him by the poon. Oh no, he came out last week saying that was fake. That was fake. That that was doctored. Oh, He's telling people wow. in the White House that that tape, that Actors Hollywood tape, has been that was doctored. After months ago, he apologized. Listen, Trump has this thing. Don't believe what I say. Don't <laughs> believe your eyes. Don't believe the video. Just believe what I say next. He's a magician to his base. uh, Those Trump Tards are out of this world. The man, you got to say one thing about him. He did not lie when he said he could go on Fifth Avenue and do his business. Trump could literally go to old folks' home with a camera running and punch out old people on oxygen tanks and it'd be a they would find a good reason why he did this. Yeah. He's the only one that hasn't been faced with the um sexual harassment allegations and he had like fourteen women come out against him early in this campaign. Yeah, uh, no this dude, he's the real Teflon Don. Nothing fucking sticks. What, two weeks ago we get uh impeachment proceedings. Have you heard inform me, have you heard another word about him? Uh, not about him, but, uh, oh, no, because everyone's saying uh, with the Republicans running the House, they there's no way they're going to um, start impeachment proceedings against Trump. But I'm like, why not? You're still going to have Republican president in there, so why not impeach him? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, he he's an amazing, I can't even believe every day, 
when I read or look at him, I say, this is the president of the United States of America, my America? Yeah, we're going to end up in a war. Happen? He's going to get us in a war soon, watch. Within his fourth, next three years, he's probably going to be in a war, probably with North Korea. He Listen. just insulted the, the president of China after he uh, the president of China hosted him. Oh yeah, and now you know he's going to double. He's going to double down on that because you know Barack Obama is in China right now, oh. so he's got to make something out of that. Yeah. And he's going to feel that his resume is not full without some kind of military victory. We're not prepared to go that far over into the world. No, I mean that is way over far in the world. And we look at the map. Justin. We already searched it. My nephew's been to Iraq twice. No, sorry. He's been to Afghanistan twice, Iraq once. And now he's in Brussels. Right. And and then when you think about it, that's why we came up with this ridiculous thing, what, about two weeks ago? The the army will now take you if you got one arm, yeah, three legs, people. four four foot, yep. and a toe. Yep. You can be blind. Yeah, we need you. We don't do matter of fact, we're gonna raise the age of eligibility to join the military to sixty two. <laughs> you might as well. What the fuck? Yeah, sixty two. We have the oldest army in the in the country <laughs> in the world. Hey, if if you can chew food and wipe your own ass and you wanna join the military Come on, come on. <laughs> Uncle Sam needs you. I need these numbers. I need people to die. So I'll pay you I'll pay you for six months and I'll send your ass to die. Yeah. But, but, Let me but, just but, go. Go ahead. Why don't they just, I, you know what, I still don't understand. Why does he just start scooping up and kidnapping the homeless and forcing them into the military? Yeah. Take, take like you suggested last week, uh, take out uh, low-level criminals. Fuck it, take the hardened criminals. But here's the thing. These, if they got any sense, they're going like this. We don't want no parts of this nonsense. I don't know. Somebody say you, we get it, you, we'll let you out of jail. The only thing is you got to go to war first, first front of the line. I think people will jump on that. Oh, well, that's the dude that's doing 10 to 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, a, that dude is doing one to three. He's like, fuck that. Oh, no, hell no. I'll take my one to three, yeah. As long as nobody's fucking him in the ass, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm not taking that. Yeah, but if you got life in prison, they like, look, you can get out if all you got to do is go to war. Oh, yeah, and you, you already think you a shooter? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, and I get to do this legally and there's no re, no repercussions? But then again, he might it. piss off his own team and then shoot his own team. Yeah, but... See, that's what you get when you say you don't give a damn if people got mental illnesses, that they harm. Because think about it. If you harm yourself, the likelihood that you will harm another is elevated. Yeah, how do you monitor, like I said before, how do you monitor that they're taking their meds? What, you're going to piss test them per day? Yeah. And what happens if they are overseas and in active battle? You can't drug test them then. No. And we've already, you know what? Friendly fire has been going on at least documented since Vietnam, at yeah. least since Vietnam, because sometimes 
a sergeant was telling a, a soldier to go into some shit, and he was like, I'm not doing it. It's easier for me to shoot you than to go over there and get shot 32 times. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm killing you. Yeah. First time you turn your back, I'm killing you. Well, Ned, man, I will hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Uh, get us on out of here. As always, folks, it's been a good show. You can find us on our banned YouTube channel. Actually, the channel's not banned, so just sign up for our YouTube channel at Netboy Doc. You could uh, also follow us on Facebook, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Netboy Doc. If you have a topic you want us to discuss or be a part of the show, email us at Netboy Doc at gmail dot com. Yes, if we offend you in any way, shape, or form. You got several ways of contacting us before you punk out and go the YouTube route. And we're not that offensive, trust me. Well, Doc is actually you, being nice because I would say if if you find anything offensive on this show, big middle finger to you. Yes, yes. I mean, well, <laughs> still go fuck yourself, but you could at least tell us, confront us like a... Uh, confront us like an adult, not like a little sissy, and you going to mommy. Yeah. Oh, Netboy and Doc said something I don't agree with. Let me get their videos pulled. We put work into this, people. We want you to enjoy it, and we love your feedback. And I'm just going to say this is Doc on behalf of Netboy, Doc, and our world. Peace to you. Netty Net, man, be good, my brother. All right, have a good one. I got my laptop back on Tuesday, so it should be good to go now. Okay, fantastic. All right.